Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Terry Lynn's here. We're both here. It's less than 30 days to Hope Fest. Uh, I'm not even fully involved in Hope Fest. I'm just the mouthpiece. You know, I just talk about it, and I'm kind of stressed out. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Okay. I am. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll be praying for you. How about that? Uh, you know, literally less than 30 days. It's already here. Um, we're going to talk today about what needs, uh, you still have and how people can participate and, uh, some specific areas of prayer that are needed. But one of the other things we're going to spend some time doing, uh, for those that haven't heard, we're going to talk about the heart of Hope Fest. What what is this really about? You know, I mean, we it's it's easy, especially thirty days out, to start thinking about all the you know the details and the nuts and bolts and all the things that we're still in need of and on and on and on, and miss the heart. Right. And the heart is what happens that day, and mm-hmm. it's powerful, and that's why I'm always in, uh, just. You know, Billy Thrall's vision to begin with was crazy, inane, stupid. <laughs> you were crazy to join him in it. You were just it, it, because it's not like you guys were professional event planners that said, "Hey, you know, doing something for twenty thousand people—that's no problem." We've done that. Oh, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> We've done that never. So uh, that's what today's going to be about, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm excited that you're in today. It's just you and me. And uh, some would be intimidated by the fact that we've got a whole hour to cover, uh, but I'm not because there's so very much. I have been talking uh, a lot about the fact that there's so many ways you can participate. Mm -hmm. If you want to uh, volunteer, uh, if if you want to donate items or funds. But one thing that I've been mentioning it, but I haven't talked a lot about how to do it, is to promote this. Right. And and um, Billy's lovely bride brought it to my attention. Hey, you know, there are people listening to you that their neighbors may be in need. And this is a great opportunity to bring your neighbor. That's right. So Hope Fest is just, um, you know, it's a beautiful Chasefield Stadium. And it's a place where you can feel proud to invite your neighbors to go when you know they have some needs. You know that when they get to Hope Fest, they're going to be loved and cared for and welcomed like guests and that everything about Hope Fest is fun and yet it's very serious because we're trying to connect people to the resources that they need to help stabilize their life in whatever circumstance they find themselves. And that's the beauty of Hope Fest. I frequently catch myself saying we are going to and we have this and we're – and it's not that I'm trying to take credit. It just I realized later it wasn't that at all. It's that that's the vibe yes. that happens. We're all in this together. Whatever little or large role you play, you're vital. Exactly. It really is an event where everyone who's involved refers to it as like, you know, we and us. And it's never about I. Mm-hmm. It's always about this collaborative effort. And people are... 
connected to it from their hearts, and yeah. they want to be involved. So we're talking about Hope Fest. Terry Lynn Miller's in from CityServe, and you can find out more online, cityserveaz.com forward slash Hope Fest. But like I said, we're going to just kind of walk through the whole process, and uh, we're going to talk about the heart of Hope Fest and why it's something that you absolutely should be supporting in whatever way that you can. You're listening to Koinonia. This is Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. All Hope Fest all the time today on Koinonia. That's kind of what we're doing. Terry Lynn Miller is joining me. Uh, Terry Lynn, just real quickly, for those that haven't heard it or those that may have forgotten, just a, a real brief, how did you get involved in Hope Fest and, and, and how and City Serve? And, and, and then we'll talk about where we are today. Wow. Well, it's a God story. So, how to figure out to condense it really fast. Just know that it's a God story. Um, it wasn't on my radar, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, we'd been business owners, and the economy hit really hard, and we shut down our businesses. And I decided to finish up my degree at went to Arizona Christian University. And uh, I figured, you know, I'm going to have to go work for corporate America or something to recoup here these losses that we had. And I met someone by the name of Stephanie Goss. She was a fellow classmate, and she was very involved with CityFest. And she was the person that worked side-by-side side with Billy Thrall at the launch of CityServe Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so she heard a presentation I did in school. And she said, oh, my, she's my replacement because she knew God was leading her someplace else. And so she began to groom me for this position. Did you know it at the time? No idea. (laughs) I was set up completely. Does that have a familiar ring to it? (laughs) (laughs) Are you still talking to her? That's the. We are. We are. Yes. So uh, anyhow, she introduced me to Billy Thrall. And then when she put in her notice, she said, you know, I really think that uh, Terry Lynn's your your person. And Uh, so that's how it happened. Wow. Yeah. I don't know that I've actually heard that, or if I did, it's just, it's gone in the ether. That's pretty cool. Yeah. God is great about that, though, right? I've seen it happen out in the lobby, people just waiting to be on the show, uh, end up making connections. Like, the, that was the reason you were here. It wasn't about being on the show. It was about God needed to make put you two face-to-face. Yeah. We never know what it is in our day-to-day life that God is using yeah. to move us in the direction that he has. Yeah, and then... God moved Billy on, uh, and wow, we've talked a couple times in the last a couple of months about what God's doing in his life and doing with all of his skills and all the connections he's made. And now, you're this is your is this your first one? All you know, uh, or last year you were mostly mostly the, the full transition probably took place about two months ago, but yeah. about a year and a half ago when he went to Grand Canyon University uh-huh. um, as the um, church relationships uh, director, I stepped in as executive director and he became president founder. And we just kind of sort of continued on the way we'd been. Yeah. But then he ended up at the governor's office. Yep. And so now he's uh, the founder. Now he's the founder. <laughs> oh, cities, we have to make sure to get that right. <laughs> you know, and uh, and then I trouble. really, I really then at that point um, stepped in and s- assumed the leadership role of CityServe Arizona. Now, how's this been for your husband too and family? I mean, it, because that, again... 
five years ago, this was not on the radar. No, no. But you know, that we're talking about Hope Fest today. How can you, after experiencing Hope Fest, want to do anything else? Yeah. You know, this is a blessing for me to be here. It's an honor and privilege to be here. And I am in awe daily at what I see God doing in our community. And I know we hear on the news all the bad stuff, Mm -hmm. but I'm telling you, God is on the move and it's beautiful. And it is, it is truly an incredible, and I have, I've talked to um, physicians that didn't know, you know, they're like, what are you talking about? And as it turns out, uh, one of the physicians that I spoke with early on uh, his wife is now one of the the main planners mm-hmm. uh, with Hope Fest, and they're all in. And it, all it took was him showing up the first time, and it's like, oh, oh, oh this yeah. is not like anything I've ever been a part of or heard mm-hmm. before. And I believe, and as I've said many times, I have the best job. I have a microphone that works anywhere in the building. I get to walk around. And just observe, really. And it's a beautiful thing because you just see people loving on people and uh, praying for people. There's prayer stations all the way around the concourse and people getting served. And and you know what? I I know I beat it to death, but I'm sorry. I had never – my mom was a a cosmetologist. She was a beautician. She worked – I – you know, would go to the beauty shop after school every day. I never once saw anybody cry tears of joy getting a haircut right? until the first year of Hope You know, and it's not just the guests that are getting the haircuts. There's something powerful when you walk through the concourse, down the concourse, and there's all these people lined up getting haircuts, and you have little children sit, sitting next to an elderly person, sitting next to a homeless person, sitting next to whoever, mm-hmm. right? And they're all just so happy and grateful, and it's it defies words and description, but you know that you're seeing something holy and precious because people are being touched and loved and, and attention's being given to them. And, you know, sometimes for people, it's been a long time. Yeah a long time since someone really just talked to them. And- you know, that's a really good point. Terry Lynn, uh, w- there's, we could do five hours of stories nonstop, but uh, hit me with a few stories. Mm. Well, you know, there's so many, and there's some that get repeated all the time, but I, I want to share with you a story about a our first year, someone who came, who had been um, kind of living out of their car with some children, really had hit rock bottom, had nowhere to go, was frightened. Uh, in the downtown area, and someone said, have you heard about Hope Fest? Mm. So they showed up at the very end of the day, kind of got some hot dogs. They were loaded up with hot dogs, taken around real real quick to different areas. But their life was so moved and so touched by the love they experienced. Plus, they got the connections they needed to begin Mm. to change their life. Year two, they showed up as volunteers. Mm. Just the other day, I started. Um, I joined a Bible study with a group of women, and you know what? She was there. Oh, that's so cool. Her life is radically transformed. That's Hope Fest. Yeah. That's Hope Fest Phoenix. That's the heart. We you talked about. We're going to talk about the heart today. The heart is transformation. The heart is that when when people step into the to the concourse to the to the chase field area when they're you know. I, I don't think they're prepared for the degree of love that mm-hmm. they encounter. And for those who don't know the Lord, they can't quite figure out what it is. Yeah. 
but it's a holy presence. It's palpable. It, you can it, feel it. Is. it. <laughs> and so it's this place of peace and joy and happiness. And that's because those who are there, the vast majority, love the Lord and are expressing his love to others. And that's the beauty and heart of Hope Fest. I have, um, well, personally, I- I've been homeless. I know what it's like to have everything you own in the back of your car and, uh, you know, not necessarily know what next month is going to be like or Mm -hmm. even next week. But to come in and see all these people and and so many times. So this is free. Right. You know, I I can just somebody is here to to get somebody gave this so that I could have it. Uh, man, that's pretty powerful. And then also, the the city worker or these these state employees uh, mm-hmm. that work for DES that do this Monday through Friday, that's a thankless job. Mm-hmm. And they volunteer to come out on Saturday and bring their whole family mm-hmm. to serve these people even more. Right, and then their their kids begin to understand. This is why my parent does the work that they do. And for the for the worker, it's a chance to really get up and personal with the people in which they're serving because so often there's a big glass barrier. Yeah. You know, you, you, there's just so many restrictions. But yeah. at Hope Fest, it's a chance to really build relationship Come with the people we're set serving. set down here. Yeah. Let's, let's commune one with another mm-hmm. on how we can best serve. And as uh, Jim would tell us, uh, from the very beginning, and I'm I'm learning this about the um, the foster care community. So many ministries, but this has happened in the in this particular community uh, through Hope Fest. These organizations that didn't know about you know the organization that was two booths down, right. and, and it is like, oh, I have somebody that needs this, and they usher them right over there. Mm-hmm. That's another part of Hope Fest that I think is unique and beautiful is that not only are we connecting as volunteers and volunteers to guests who come, but also the agencies that are at Hope Fest Phoenix. So often they're just busy doing what they do that they don't realize that there's other organizations that have their same heart and passion. And so then we strategically place different type organizations, whether it's behavioral health or housing or veteran services or whatever it is. Now they're surrounded by other um, organizations, agencies that have that same heart. And they start talking and building relationships. And they realize that, oh, when I get this, this individual that comes for help and we don't offer that particular service, I know exactly where to send them to. And we see the multiplication of impact because of the different types of relationships that are birthed from Hope Fest Phoenix. Hmm. There are uh, so many instances of uh, individual stories, uh, powerful stories. Um, another one that I'm particularly drawn to was a woman that just came in and saw the little prayer kiosk Mm -hmm. and made a beeline for that. Mm -hmm. And she was already crying. By the time she got there, I don't know what to do. I have my kids. I'm going to lose my house. So they started with prayer. But then the real miracle began after that. Mm -hmm. As she was taken literally around Chase Field and was provided an opportunity for housing. 
and for clothes for the kids and for food mm -hmm. and uh, for personal care items. Mm -hmm. She said Hope Fest was a miracle. Right. Now, if you're not in dire straits, you probably don't consider a trip to the grocery store a miracle. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. But that's exactly how she felt. Well, her life was changed. There was an, there was an intersection, a moment in time in which the trajectory, her, her life path was looking like a downward spiral of hopelessness. And she asked for prayer. And in hearing the cries of her heart, those who are praying for her know exactly how to help her. Mm. Isn't that the question most of the time when we encounter people that we want to help but don't know what to do? Right. But they did know what to do because everything they could possibly need or want was at right Hope Fest there. Phoenix. And so they took her lovingly every place that you described that she yeah. went. Well, I'm going to be real clear and frank here. I've got to go get some tissue. I'm not, <laughs> you know, we're 20 minutes in here. <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of having a hard time. Right. I didn't expect it. Yeah. You know, I talk about this for five years. Uh, and so anyway, I got to go get some Kleenex. We'll continue the conversation. I'll suck it up here. I'm, I'm a professional. Mm -hmm. I'll bring it together. You're listening to Coinonia. This is Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Miller from City Serve, and we're talking about Hope Fest. It's coming up. It's very soon, April 16th at Chase Field from 9 to 2, but it's actually a little longer than that. We're going to talk to the details of that uh, during the break. I, we got the Kleenex box setting between us now, so mm -hmm. uh, we're still using the cough button for coughing. We might have to use it for blowing our nose, but um, you know, one of the things that I made mention of is, you know, people saying, this is free. I can, the, 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 somebody's taking care of this for me. But that first year and even in subsequent years, people have said, you know, you're trying to pay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The very first year, the, the people had no idea what to expect. It was the first one. Right. And I would just remember as they were in the lines, they were, there was fear in their face. Right. And then they go in, they get all these services. They're loved on like crazy. And then they come out just like overflowing with hope and joy. And I was outside, right? And got the headset on. That makes me look official, yep, right? Yeah, I was going to say, got the T-shirt and the headset. <laughs> and the headset so that's, means and something. The, and, and the megaphone. Yes. And the the go-kart. So with all those things. <laughs> she must be she someone must to be talk somebody. to. That's right. <laughs> and, um, and these guests would come and they'd start pulling the change and mm. everything that they had out of their pockets. And they would say, take this, take this. And I'm like, no, no, this is a gift to you. We want to help you. And they just, they, they wouldn't take no for an answer because everything in them wanted to say thank you in whatever way they could. Mm -hmm. And uh, that blew my mind and it just made me weep. Yeah. Now we have this fundraising campaign that uh, hopefully will go viral someday, but it hasn't yet. But the, the premise of it is that, and this is the reality, 
it is only $10 per guest to, um, to fund if you figure out how many guests come, Hope Fest Phoenix, to fully fund it. And so that means that for $10, a person's life is being changed. Yeah, radically. Radically. Thousands of dollars in services. So we got this idea that we would just say, hey, $10 can change a life. Mm-hmm. What I didn't realize is that when we put that on the website, that those who are coming to Hope Fest would want to give. Mm. And what I've found out is that most of that giving has come from people and they'll send me a little note. You know, I'm going to be there, but I wanted to do something. Thank you so much. And I'm just broken. And I will email them back and I'll say, oh my goodness, you're paying it forward. You're paying it forward. I I hope you know that you don't have to do that, but they want to. When you're giving, uh, sometimes there's a concern about dignity. Uh, you know, just like you said, people wanting to pay or wanting to participate. That's one of the incredible unspoken things about Hope Fest is that it increases dignity. It is a place that, that is, when you talk about the heart of Hope Fest, the heart of Hope Fest is that people come and they are treated with dignity, yep. that they are our equals, mm-hmm. that we build relationship with them. When we serve food at lunch, the volunteers eat with the guests yeah. because we're building relationship. We're saying you matter. I still hear Billy's voice uh, on the first orientation. These are our guests. Mm-hmm. Our guests. Don't forget there are guests. That's How would it. you treat a guest in your home? That's right. And that philosophy has never changed. That's one of the reasons why um, if you're looking to volunteer and we haven't got into needs. But the place that I love to see the church show up in a big way is for the Ask Me hosts. Because mm-hmm. your whole role is to go around smiling and offering to help people, right? Yeah. But you're hosting. I mean, you get the chance to spend an entire day with someone, taking them around, like the story you shared earlier. That person hosted them. That was their guest. And they said, this is what you need, and we can help you. Yeah. And if you have somebody in your sphere that is in need, you're welcome to bring them. Yes. In fact, I encourage you because I want you to see it. Mm -hmm. I really do. I want you to see it. Uh, in action. It's just words. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Terry Lynn and I are, are using up a tissue box here. But if you show up, you're going to have the same response and you're going to want to share it with others. You're going to do exactly that. Now, as it's grown, the very first year, we didn't even have the whole concourse. Yeah. <laughs> now we have the whole concourse and another floor, right. couple of floors. Yeah, all, all three floors. Three other floors. Right. And some of it, we let's, let's tell one of the dental stories. From, mm-hmm. I don't know, was it was the first year or the second year, there was somebody mm-hmm. that showed up on Wednesday. Right. Right, right. For dental service. Yes, yes. And uh, that individual ended up volunteering with us and helping set up and everything. They were fabulous. They just, they again, that heart of wanting to give back. And, of course, they got all the dental care that they needed. And that's a person that came back later and has volunteered with Hope Fest Phoenix. But, you know, they had a dire need. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of that, they still were serving and helping us, which was fabulous. Um, other dental stories, I remember, I think it was uh, two years ago. May have been last year. Wow, we've done enough that they're starting to blend together. <laughs> <laughs> the 
is year five. But uh, anyhow, when, you know, the dental line, and we're going to talk more about dental. I'm excited about things going on with dental. But anyhow, you know, the, the, the heart, the most heartbreaking part of Hope Fest Phoenix has been shutting down the dental line. Oh. Because the need is so great. And there's people that have been there since, like you said, Wednesday yeah. night, right? And um, and now we're saying, we're sorry. I know that you would have been the next person, but this is where the line closed, right? So this woman began to weep. And the two women in front of her gave up their spot yep. so that she could have the care that she needed. And um, they were hugging each other, and there was lots of tears. And, of course, the dental volunteers that were there were... You know, were aware of everything that was happening, and they went back up to the dental area and shared it, the story. And one of the dentists said, um, "I want to see that person in my office, mm. those those ladies in my office." And so they got the help they needed as well, because everyone is so blown away that they had waited as long yeah, as the lady behind them, but know, her need was greater. We show up at five ish, and there are people in line, yes. uh, every, in both lines, the medical and dental. Uh, Whatever, some of them have a chair sometimes. Some of them have a blanket that they've kind of wrapped around themselves. Some of them don't have anything. You know, last year it was awesome. So we had, um, you know, we're setting up and everything. And this lady came and the photography team captured this and it was great. So the first person in line brought their chair. And then the next, so anyhow, and they would, they were like lining up and they did like, I'm number one and they put their finger for number one and then the person behind her like number two. And so we had these fun pictures of those first arrivers, mm-hmm. which I think was Thursday. I don't remember exactly when it was, but they were going to be there a long time, mm-hmm. but they had joy. Like they weren't grumbling and they weren't fighting with each other. They were socializing and making a game out of being number one, two, three, and four uh. in line. It was pretty amazing. That line happens to uh, go right in front of the Revelation Wellness stage. Mm -hmm. Now, I am going to be able to uh, shower these accolades on Elisa Keaton directly Wednesday. She's going to join me for a couple of segments. But how do you come up with the idea, hey, let's do... A work. Let's let's do some calisthenics. Let's do some some uh, you know some physical fitness stuff at a service for the homeless population. Right. I mean, where do you even think of that? Because she has great ideas, <laughs> man, and it has been unbelievable. Yeah, she's she's fabulous. The and... first year that they were there, they they didn't think about the fact that people didn't want to get out of line, so. That, you know, they figured out a way to go stand in line, you know, and hold the person's position. Now they kind of do that. That's part of the whole thing. You right. know, they go and uh, and they there there's been people in wheelchairs that couldn't do anything but just bounce a ball. I remember Elisa sharing the story about how she was saying, "You can do this. Everybody can do this," and like she's really like trying to. To motivate yeah. those that were there that fitness is important and we you can do it. You can yeah. do it, right? And then she looks down and here's this gentleman in this wheelchair. She says her heart just sank. She wasn't even sure could he do it. What did she had she just like said something that wasn't true, right? <laughs> right. And so she they go over and they've got these like, oh, what do you call those things they have in the 
long thing. Oh my goodness, you know, like the big ropes, and they've got uh, they've got all kinds of well, stuff. Well, they had one of these cool things, and so he was able to hold on to that, and they began to do this little exercise with him where he was moving his arms out and in and uh-huh. out and in, and his face just lit up because he was exercising too. Yeah, it was beautiful. So that's going to be a great um, hour, two hours, however long you yeah. have with her. And, and, you know, that's just, uh, that's just one, that's just another example of a small part of God giving somebody some vision of how they can be a part of Hope Fest. What's God showing you right now? Maybe maybe it's just $10. Maybe that's that's it. May, uh, $10, hey, you're going to change somebody's life. <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, maybe it's more. Um, let, let's talk a little bit more about the dental. It's expanded. Yes. So this is super exciting. I, you know, I shared with you the tragedy and the heartbreak of closing that dental line when there's still like 500 people back there. right? Right. And so we now have partnered with Arizona Mission of Mercy and they do a huge event in December, which is fabulous where they serve 2,500 people with dental care, right? Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot, but they wanted to do more. And so we partnered together, and they have taken over the management of the dental area, and now we're doing two days of dental. So when we're in there Friday setting up, they're in there doing dental. That's great. Is that fabulous? That is is wonderful news because I know I actually went with Billy uh, once to, you know, break the news. I'm sorry, but this is all we can serve here. Man, that's hard. That's hard duty. Uh, That's that's incredible news, and that— it's just, it's an example to me that, you know, we are to commune one with another. That's what we're to do. We're to serve. The Bible's very clear about serving the widows and about the orphans and those in need, the homeless, uh, those that are thirsty. Here's what happens. When you do what the Bible tells you to do, you start to see an incredible blessing, an incredible uh, spirit, a fire that just grows and grows and catches more people in its web to serve more and more people. Mm -hmm. That's literally what happens. Yeah, after Hope Fest, they just want more. We see more people serving after Hope Fest. Absolutely. Um, Have you volunteered yet? Have have you put your name in? Do you have a particular uh, gifting or service? Well, we need to know about it. CityServeAZ.com forward slash Hope Fest. At cityserveaz.com forward slash hopefest. As we predicted, we knew it'd go by quickly. We have another segment to go. Terry Lynn and I, we have more than a segment worth of information to share. So stick around. This is Koinonia. You're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Glad we have breaks so to compose ourselves to get back. If I had to just do this straight through, I'm not sure that I would make it. Gary Kinneman uh, does uh, normally host the third Monday of the month here on Koinonia. And uh, for those that know and love Gary, wow, he is, you know, he, he retired from the pulpit, but he didn't retire from serving the community That's right. uh, or serving other pastors. In fact, God's continuing to... Uh, just expand 
what he's doing in the community. And one of the things that, you know, Terry Lynn, you and I both agree on prayer is so foundational uh, in everything that we do. And Hope Fest wouldn't make it. Uh, we've had uh, people like Ryan Thurman and, and others that have, have handled the prayer component for Hope Fest in the past. But uh, it's kind of going to a whole new level this year. And I just wanted you to talk about that. It is. It's an answer to prayer. Um, last summer, I really began praying and seeking the Lord as to things that needed to maybe be different. I don't know. Just wanted to hear from the Lord, just fresh and anew. And God really put on my heart about prayer. And it, this is how he works, right? Okay, so now prayer is in my heart. We need more prayer around Hope Fest Phoenix, around the work of City Serve. And so Gary um, is consulting with the American Bible Society. And so we went to an event in New York called Movement Day. Mm-hmm. Amazing event, right? And so I have this opportunity to share with him about like my summer and prayer and God saying, you know, pray. And, and all that to say is that he said, well, American Bible Society could do a scripture prayer journal for Hope Fest Phoenix. I'm like, what? American Bible Society could do that? Like, wow. And you know, I wasn't sure if he was kidding or what, but he was serious. And so then he starts introducing me to people while we're in New York from the American Bible Society and said, we would love to do this. And so, like, I am in awe. Mm. But you've got the brochure and the flyer in front of you. It's gorgeous. And they put together a 14-day scripture prayer devotional that leads up to Hope Fest Phoenix. It's all about service. And uh, we, I would, wow, please. Join us in praying for Hope Fest Phoenix. Would love it if you would either do the text, which mm-hmm. is. I think that's that? a great. It's using modern technology. Yes. Hope Fest to seven two seven one seven. It's very easy. Text seven two seven one seven. Put Hope Fest in the in the message there, and you'll be signed up. Or you can also uh, go online abs dot us forward slash Hope Fest phx. Hope Fest. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. I'm so glad you did that. Thank you. You do that so well. <laughs> I can read it. It's right here. So again, online, uh, American Bible Society, that's abs.us forward slash phx, or text the word HOPEFEST, no spaces, to 72717. And this is, uh, all my listeners know, I believe in corporate prayer. I believe in in praying in accord, and two weeks before Hope Fest is going to be critical time. Yes. Uh, I can tell you Terry Lynn uh, is going to get less and less sleep. There are a lot of people that are going to be uh, losing sleep because they're going to be working so much. One of Terry Lynn's prayer requests would be just not to miss anything. Right. That That's not a big deal, right? That's not a big, that's not a big requirement. Just make sure that I don't forget stuff. Right. But there are so many ways that you can participate in it. We're so thankful to American Bible Society for them literally making um, uh, us able to pray in concert, to pray in one accord for Hope Fest, as the Bible teaches us to. Right. It, this isn't a new thing. This is just being better organized, and you can participate. And if everybody listening to me right now would just go ahead and make it a point to text Hope Fest to 72717. That's 72717. Type in the word Hope Fest, H O P E F E S T, no space, and you'll be signed up. 
and then you can pray right along with us. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be powerful. Yeah. I am just thrilled to the core that we're going to have a concert of prayer throughout the valley in preparation for Hope Fest Phoenix. I can't even begin to imagine what God is going to do this year in year five because of this added prayer element. We've had prayer during Hope Fest. Now we have prayer leading up to Hope Fest Phoenix. And the people that are going to show up, the guests, they're going to have opportunity. It's not forced on them. It's not like there's a a prayer requirement, but there are kiosks very subtle around the entire uh, concourse where people can just stop and be prayed for. You know, we are so careful in the way in which we want Hope Fest Phoenix to be a place where people encounter the love of Jesus through the way we treat people. And we're very careful even with praying for people that we um, aren't approaching them, you know, directly, that kind of stuff. But we're always available for for prayer. And it's a beautiful part of Hope Fest. And, you know, um, there's this you're talking about stories. There was a story of this agency that, you know, the they weren't they're just they they want to help people, Mm -hmm. but they may not share the same faith belief system that we as Christians have. And so. They got stuck next to one of the prayer tables, and they were like, <laughs> they were like grumbling, like, oh, you've got uh, to be kidding me. Like, are you, oh, this. no, I can't. Wow, wow. You know, and they're just not happy. And then they watched as people, you know, those who were doing the praying were always just very discreet, loving, never forceful. And, and someone would come up to them and say, I need prayer. And they'd begin to listen to this person just sharing their broken hearts. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and then they would see prayer happen, and then they would see these people leave with hope in their eyes or someone leading them to all the services they need, right? Mm-hmm. And they realized that there was something about prayer that they had never understood, and they changed their attitude. Wow. And they were so moved by it that they emailed us and told them their story about how they had a changed heart about prayer wow. and about what we were doing there That's because of what powerful. they saw. It is powerful. See, uh, there, when you when you serve God— uh, fully and completely, and you just give it over to him, you can't predict what and where he's going to move. That's right. That's right. And and really, he just wants us to be a, an expression of his love. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all can improve in that. I think that one of the beautiful things about the prayer journey is that it's just a reminder of God's heart for service. It's just gearing us up for this really fabulous heart that just is overflowing with love for others. Yeah. Amen. All right. We need funding. Always. Uh, $10 uh, uh, will change the life of an individual. That's that's really, you can make it that simple. Go online, cityserveaz.com forward slash HopeFest. There's a donate button there. It's red, believe it or not. So you can actually see it. Just click on it, and it will walk you through. Now, there's also a need for personal care items. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a need for... Uh, People to sort clothing. Uh, now, this Saturday, Easter uh, weekend, not going to happen. But the next two weekends, yes, help on Saturday morning uh, for a few hours. And it's amazing how much you can get done uh, in a few hours. They have this thing dialed in. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's a great, great operation. Um, the personal care items, we also still need volunteers. So don't wait till the last minute. Uh, 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 Key day, Friday, for volunteering because not everybody is going to be able to be off work on Friday. And that means there's not as many people available, but all of this has to be set up because you can't show up at 1 o'clock Saturday morning and try to get everything done. You just can't. (laughs) 
it's gonna that would be even worse. So if you can help on Friday, please, please go online and sign up, cityserveaz.com forward slash HopeFest. What are some other things you need, Terry Lynn? Well, um, the best thing really to do, as, as, as I was listening to you share the different ways in which to get involved, is to go to the website, cityserveaz.com forward slash HopeFest, and explore. There are, there's a place where you can print flyers. Um, just click on the Click on it and print it in Spanish or English and distribute those to people that you might know. Distribute them at church, whatever. There are places, if you're a business owner, you can be a sponsor. We would love to have you sponsor. There's a spot for that. If you are a, a nonprofit organization, an agency that's serving others, and you want to be a part of Hope Fest Phoenix, there's an application on that page that you can complete. Can, can complete. There are four different ways in which you can give. You can give through donation drives like personal care items or clothing. You can do the $10 can change a life. There also is a um, charitable tax credit that right now is a two-for-one match. That if you donate to that, your dollar becomes $3. Wow. We only need to do $5,000 more on that matching grant, and we'll get a $30,000 check. Wow. That's not very much. That's and you can, not much at all. If you are one person... That's $200 that you can put there, 400 if you're a couple. But I only need like, we need like 20 people or so to do that, and we get that check, you know, and that's a big deal. So yeah. if you um, are looking for that kind of um, type of giving, it's there for you. So explore the website, and then if you have questions, just on the contact page, you know, fill it out, send it, ask your question, and um, we'll get back to you with an answer about how you can get involved because the truth is everybody can get involved. We talked about how we say this, we, it's all about we, 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 and uh, you can be a part of that storyline. We would really love to have you be a part. Uh, maybe you're great at, uh, you know, wrapping hot dogs, uh, you're right? I mean, that, that's, uh, that's, maybe you're great at just uh, putting a big smile on your fi- uh, face and say, you know, the restrooms are over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you would be good to uh, check in the bags. We can't take, you know, the people can't bring bags into the facility, so we have to have a secure area where uh, these people can leave their, in some cases, everything they own. Right. So that's not just a, a, a write a number on a ticket and hand it to them. There's a little bit of a conversation that's going to happen. I'm telling you right now that that person, that that's all their earthly possessions, uh, they're going to want to know they're going to be there when they get back. So yes. <laughs> it's a little bit of a conversation. It is. Uh, that's just one aspect. There's uh, there's a kid's area uh, with safety training for uh, child safety seats and bicycle repair and all kinds of things. Yeah, we need people that direct traffic, get away yeah. with a little vest, you know. We just from line management. It's just go to the website. There is lots and <laughs> lots to do. It's packed full of information. All right. CitySurveAZ.com forward slash HopeFest. CitySurveAZ.com forward slash HopeFest. When we return, uh, we're going to wrap things up and uh, let Terry Lynn pray for us to get uh, get the season started here. Less than a month away. HopeFest Phoenix. It's coming Saturday, April 16th from 9 to 2 at Chase Field. What? You're just hearing this for the first time? I, I don't believe it. But if it's true, go online, cityserveaz.com forward slash hopefest. And as Terry Lynn said, 
explore. You'll find something that God has just for you. zoomed by as we knew it would talking about hope fest with city serve az's terry lynn miller is anything you wanted to say that we didn't get to well i i want to say thank you to all of you that have listened to this hour of talk about hope fest phoenix thank you for for your prayers already thank you for caring enough to listen and i hope that your hearts have been touched and that you find ways in which to serve the community whether that's hope fest phoenix or in other ways just thank you mm. That's good. As uh, I always like to do when I'm uh, doing the live show here is uh, we like to close out in prayer. Terry Lynn, uh, we talked a lot about prayer today. Let's, uh, how about we turn it over to you and let you take us out. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful for who you are. We are so grateful that you love us. We're so grateful that you care for those who are poor and struggling for the orphan, for the widow. And God, would you just stir our hearts to um, to serve and to care for these. And God, would you just um, provide everything that Hope Fest Phoenix needs as we prepare in this final few days before Hope Fest begins. And God, thank you for these listeners. God, would you stir upon their hearts that they would think about ways in which they could serve and give and get involved. We love you, Lord, with all our hearts. You are amazing, so amazing. In your holy and precious Son's name, amen. Amen. All right, cityserveaz.com forward slash hopefest. Explore. Uh, we we have so many needs uh, that still need to be met. One of those, the biggest of those probably, financial. Um, l- l- let's put Terry Lynn's heart at ease and let her just plan the event, shall we? Let's fund this thing. And go online, cityserveaz.com forward slash HopeVet, the donate button. $10, change a life. But if you're a business and you'd like to uh, sponsor in a larger way, you certainly can. You know what? I'll put you on the air here. We'll talk about it. I, I just, I'll, I'll do it. Just help us uh, with whatever it is that God's put on your heart to do. Again, cityserveaz.com forward slash HopeVet. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.